I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The stated goal of the January 6th committee was to investigate what led to the riot at the U.S. Capitol last year, an investigation that could possibly lead to criminal charges. But as the committee gets ready to broadcast public hearings in prime time, have they made a series of missteps and lost the public's trust in the process? And I want to be very clear. Uh, I think there was a great opportunity uh, for a committee, uh, such as we had after 9-11, to really do some, some deep work and get to the bottom of some things. And in order to do that, you have to have Republicans and Democrats alike who are willing to go beyond the theatrics of it all uh, and actually just do it not worried about where the cameras are positioned or how they're going to use it in their next fundraising email. And I think that is the area where uh, the January 6th committee uh, has had a lot of misses. Uh, There are some good people on that committee, some people I respect. Uh, There are people who are being very thoughtful about this process. And uh, there are some that are making political hay out of this. And I have to admit that I had a little bit of a pit in my stomach when I started to see the hype around prime time hearings for January 6th. First, that doesn't make any sense from any stretch of the imagination when it comes to what takes place on Capitol Hill. There is not a single reason why a committee should be having a hearing, a televised hearing, uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern time, prime time. So that raised my eyebrows a little bit, gave me a little bit of suspicion of eh, where are we headed for this? Uh, and then and then it got a little worse, actually, not better. Because we've learned that this primetime special is be is being produced. It's being produced. By none other than the former president of ABC News, James Goldston. So he's going to produce this as if it were his own investigative special in prime time. He knows how to do that. So rather than focusing on facts, rather than focusing on what did lead to the riot, rather than focusing on an investigation that could lead to the kinds of charges that some people expect, uh, we're focused on a 
made-for-TV series. And look, I was one who did complain that uh, the White House uh, had become like a primetime made-for-TV show. Uh, And now we're going to double down on that with the congressional hearing. So let's dig into it just a little bit in terms of uh, what really is at stake and where the American people are on all of this. Uh, So let's start over the weekend. Liz Cheney uh, was on CBS News over the weekend, and she focused her remarks on the fact that the former president wasn't remorseful about January 6th and that the committee, the committee was defined uh, and set up to defend democracy. We are not in a situation where uh, former President Trump uh, has expressed any sense of remorse about what happened. Uh, We are, in fact, in a situation where he continues to use even more extreme language, frankly, than the language that caused the attack. Uh, And so people must pay attention. People must watch and and they must understand how easily our democratic system uh, can, can unravel if we don't defend it. Okay, now there's part of that statement from Representative Liz Cheney that I really agree with. And that is how fragile that relationship is in terms of trust. And that if we don't guard that trust, that we will lose the trust of the American people. And that is when our freedoms unravel. She's absolutely right on that. I question a primetime made-for-TV committee hearing of the House of Representatives is a trust-inducing, trust-producing exercise. In fact, interesting, uh, late-night host Stephen Colbert actually weighed in on hearings going prime time. And this Thursday, the January 6th committee is set to make its case public with prime time hearings. The insurrection, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right, the insurrection... Insurrection is going prime time. Get ready for your new favorite show, America's Got Treason. <laughs> All right, now, little good-natured humor there from Stephen Colbert, uh, who I think also recognizes in that humor that you got to ask, is that really what the nation needs? Can the committee not do its work in normal business hours? Everybody's going to see whatever happens at the hearings uh, in a much more digestible way as they go through the day and as as news is made. And those hearings are, of course, out in public. Uh, but do we need to produce it? Do we need to have a producer saying we need to go to a tighter shot of Congresswoman so-and-so? Or, you know what, you need to pan across because there's some real tension in the room. Uh, or wait, we, we don't want that to happen yet because we got to go to a commercial break. Uh, that is not how committee hearings are supposed to roll out. Interesting, Tammy Bruce of Fox Nation said that the hearings are going to be theatric. And to be honest, let's be very clear, all of these have become very theatric. And both sides of the aisle are equally at fault and uh, culpable when it comes to theatrics in committee hearings, uh, which is why I think we should change the name. They shouldn't be hearings because nobody's listening. And she did make the case, though, that this won't sit well with Americans uh, because there are other concerns on the table right now. They're going to roll out major Broadway theater uh, over this targeting effectively of Donald Trump and his supporters. This is a classic 
uh, Star Chamber, which is uh, like a secretive hearing or a pre-planned hearing that is meant to persecute one individual. Americans don't like that since we know there are so many things that are affecting our lives. Inflation, crime, the border, uh, international well, drama. So, so this yeah. is not going to land well. So that's an interesting uh, question. Uh, and while I do believe we we need hearings on Capitol Hill, we do need to have investigation. We do need to look at the things that rolled out on January 6th. Absolutely. So regardless of how you feel about how that all played out or who needs to be held accountable or what insight we need to glean to make sure that doesn't ever happen again, how you do it matters. And so it's really interesting. So if you start breaking it down, again, set your desired outcome aside, whether you hope that this primetime series becomes something that uh, lands the former president in prison or whether you hope they completely unravel and they score midterm victories for the Republicans, set that aside. And let's just look at what's happening and where the American people are on all of this. And the interesting thing, of course, we saw this play out uh, in Virginia. Terry McAuliffe uh, running for governor there uh, made his campaign entirely about January 6th. And in a race that he should have won by double digits, he lost uh, to someone who was focused on what comes next and the issues that the people of Virginia were actually worried about. Uh, So there's lots of interesting polling out there in terms of where the American people are focused, what they believe uh, the January 6th panel should or shouldn't do, where the focus should really be. Again, my biggest challenge to all of this is how we do it. If we want to restore trust in the institutions, it starts by having dignity within those institutions. And I don't think a made-for-TV special primetime uh, of these hearings is the answer to that. It will be interesting to see how it plays out, what the theatrics are, what the substance is, and there will be some substance, most importantly, how the American people react to all of that. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, uh, much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.